0: creating an emotional energy refresh for your space. And I was thinking about last week's episode and talking about aligned values. And when I think about my space, that to me helps me implement my values. It really helps me create a mind, create a physical space Where I can focus on what's most important to me. And this episode's gonna be a little bit different than some of the episodes I've had in the past. And it's gonna be short and sweet, that's also gonna have a really big impact on you when you implement the tiny steps that I'm talking to you about today. Now, before I dive in, I wanna talk to you about something that is gonna get the ball rolling on anything and everything you want to create in your life. I want to talk about time management and I want to talk to you about the Busy Lawyers Ultimate Time Management Guide because I've added something brand new to it that's going to be a game changer if you've ever felt like you just weren't capable of managing your time effectively as I've worked with more and more lawyers and become more and more proficient with being able to teach the concepts I teach my clients with simplicity, I have uncovered the biggest problems with implementing any kind of time management system. A lot of times lawyers think it's about finding the perfect planner or the perfect software. So they go through every single planner and every single software program and they end up thinking that there's something wrong with them Or that they just haven't found the right one yet. Or they think they don't have time to make a calendar or that a checklist is just as good. And none of these things are true. I learned that the hard way as a lawyer. What made the difference and what makes the difference with my clients was having a tried and true plan, a plan that worked with any calendar. And it took knowing that the investment I make in planning and problem solving my week ahead of time was gonna 10 times my investment. I was gonna get at least 10 hours back for the one I used to think about my week ahead of time. I also had to learn the hard way that a checklist for today was not going to help me problem solve my week and feel in control of my time or my caseload long term. It might be a quick fix today, but it wasn't going to be sustainable. So what I've added to the Busy Lawyers Ultimate Time Management Guide is a video training series that walks you step by step through what you need to know and the common problems I see so that you can avoid Avoid them. When you download the guide, I send you emails connected with each step to help inspire you to take action too. Because I know that there's some of you who think you need somebody to be there with you. And here you go. You've got a video training that is going to help you with that. It's about as close as you can get to working with me one-on-one without hiring me as your coach. You can download it and get the training videos at dinacataldo.com forward slash busy lawyer. These training videos are about two to eight minutes each. So you can watch one a day or you can binge them all at once. It's up to you. They are key to helping you master your time and understand these concepts thoroughly. You can download the guide and get the video training series at dinacataldo.com forward slash busy lawyer. All right, let's jump into creating an emotional. Energy refresh for your space. I love the idea of where we live, work, and play being a temple. And I wanted to create an episode for you to get awareness around the places you spend time and how you feel in them. This is something I'm doing in each area I spend time in. So I can open up energy and brain space, but also to take action on changing areas of my spaces that I'm less than satisfied with. We can get used. To a low hum of dissatisfaction in our lives, and we forget that it's even there. It feels normal to be anxious, claustrophobic, or unsettled in our own bodies, homes, offices. But the good news is, it doesn't have to be your normal if you don't want it to be. Our brain has so many thoughts that it's difficult to see that low hum of irritability and annoyance we create with our thoughts about the spaces we spend time in. When we free up those brain spaces, it's easier for us to focus and it's like we can breathe easier. In this episode, I'm going to help you create that refresh for any area of your life. You'll be able to make a plan and make space in your brain to enjoy more of your life. And you've probably noticed that when your desk or your home has been cleaned, you just feel better. You feel more energized. You feel more at peace. And that's because you've changed your thoughts around your workspace, which changes the energy in your body. Now, there's also the matter of keeping this consistent. I'm going to talk about that in a moment because I know a lot of us, we clean our desk and then the next day it's just like filled with clutter again. So we will start talking about how you can start creating some sustainability around what you decide you want to do with your spaces. I refer to emotions, energy, and chemicals in our body interchangeably because they're all the same here, right? So whenever we have a thought about anything in the world, we're creating an energy in our body, an emotion in our body, and that emotion is caused by a chemical reaction that happens in our brain when we have a thought. Take a moment right now, wherever you are, whether it's in your car, your living room, your kitchen, your office, just like look around you. Do you like what you see? How do you feel when you look at your space? When you look around, do you feel calm in your body or on alert? Do you feel peaceful or do you feel anxious? If you're looking at a pile of papers on your desk, you may feel anxious because you're thinking that you have so much to do or you're going to miss something or how are you ever going to catch up? If you're looking in your car and you see a clean car and maybe smell a little bit of that new car smell still, you're likely thinking that you love your car and you feel peaceful. If you're sitting in your kitchen and you see things on the counter that need a home in the cupboards and you're thinking you don't have much space, you may feel overwhelmed or claustrophobic. It's okay. Whatever you're feeling, just notice. I'm going to run you through what to do. And then I'm going to give you an example that I just did for my home so you can put this into action. This does not have to feel overwhelming. Know that you don't have to make changes all at once. You don't have to do everything all at once. This tends to be something that our brain likes to do, whether it has to do with time management, whether it has to do with thinking about things that need to be done. Our brain almost defaults, it seems, to thinking it all has to be done at once, Versus really managing how we think about what is enough. What can I create today that is enough? Whether it is the work that you're doing or just creating some space for yourself and starting to create a space that you feel really connected to and peaceful in. Inevitably, like remind yourself of this, inevitably, it's going to become what you want it to be. Trust that you are creating a plan and that it is enough and it will eventually happen, inevitably happen. Just believe that. Whenever your brain tells you that you're not doing enough, remind yourself you are taking the steps to make it happen. Okay. Here's what you're going to do step-by-step. Grab a piece of paper and a pen, Sit down in the morning or just before bed, because those are the times your brain is the quietest. And then think about each area of your life. Imagine yourself sitting in your office. Imagine yourself in your kitchen. Um, You could do this sitting in your living room, wherever you want to really focus your energy right now. I just did it sitting in my kitchen and thinking about my whole house, my whole work area. Ask yourself these, these questions. What does it feel like right now? Like, what's the one word emotion that comes up for you? Maybe it's overwhelmed, crowded, whatever it is. How do you want it to feel? Do you want it to feel peaceful? Do you want it to feel organized? What needs to change for you to make it feel that way? Write down all of the tasks that you're thinking about that need to get done. Just write them all down. Give yourself a good 15, 20 minutes to just ask yourself, what else? What else? What else? And then you're going to estimate how long each task is going to take you. And then guess what you do next? You put one on your calendar, maybe this week. And of course, delegate where you can. So here's what I walked myself through. So you have another example here. So when I think about my home, I want it to feel like a temple. I want it to feel cohesive. Right now, there's part of it that feels like a temple at times, but mostly it feels like it's gone through changes. It feels disjointed. And that makes sense because I've had a lot going on in the last year. I understand that a lot of things have been moved. I've moved a lot of furniture. And so there's these shifts that need to be made in terms of what I decide about where things go. And some of those decisions just haven't been made yet. I want my home to feel organized, peaceful, and like an oasis. I want it to feel like a temple with a sense of devotion when I walk in, a place where I can easily reconnect with myself. Those are lofty goals, but when I focus my mind on what I want, what I'm aspiring to, I can tune into what needs to change for me to make it feel that way. And then I can make my list. I also remind myself it's not all going to get done at once because my brain also defaults to thinking that I'm going to have a wish list and I no longer need to think about it. So for instance, I have new things that I'd like to purchase for my home that goes on a wish list because I'm not necessarily going to buy it right now. I just want to know that it's been thought about. I have a plan. It's done. And when my mind wants to tell me that I'm not doing enough, I just remind it that it's a process and it's going to get done in good time. When I focused on what I wanted to create, I wrote a list of all the things my brain told me needed to happen. Patch paint in the bedroom, bathroom, kitchen, Center pictures in the bedroom, patch holes in the kitchen bathroom bedroom, clear the bottom shelf in my bathroom, clear magazines under the living room table, go through movies in garage, list on eBay, get another bookshelf to help with overflow, clean out shelves to make home for overflow paperwork shred paperwork, get a new dishwasher. Now I won't be able to do all of these all at once. What I can do is get a hundred foot view of what I want to take action on and what I want to create and then make a plan that makes it easier on me. I can patch holes and paint rooms when I'm waiting for patches and painting to dry. So how long is that going to take me? I ask myself, maybe two hours. I can do that on a Saturday morning. I can clear the bottom shelf in the bathroom. How long is that going to take? Well, it's probably going to take an hour to like find homes for things. And I can do that one evening next week. See where I'm going? When I get specific about what needs to get done and how long it will take, it feels less overwhelming. When you put it on your calendar, you're also less tempted to use it as an excuse not to do your other work too. I see you. I see you sitting at your office desk. Telling yourself you need to clean your desk before you do anything else. No, you don't. You don't need to clean the kitchen first either. No, you put time on your calendar to do it. You don't need to patch those paint holes while you're trying to get things done during your workday. When you put it on your calendar, you're deciding ahead of time what is important to you, what needs to get done, and you're managing urges, right? That's what I always talk to my clients about, the ones who are find themselves procrastinating and not doing what they plan to do during the day is that they, they tend to see all of the things that they could get done, right? Especially if you're working from home right now, you think, oh, you know, I really should do that laundry right now, or I really should do this right now, plan it ahead of time. And then you're not, responding to urges, reacting to urges, you're actually just making decisions about what is a priority right now. And then at the end of the day, your time hasn't just disappeared because you knew ahead of time, okay, I am going to do my laundry first thing in the morning, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to mark it on my calendar and I'm going to give myself time to do that. Versus just going through your day thinking you're going to work and then thinking in the back of your head, you should be cleaning out that bottom shelf. You should be doing laundry. You have it on your calendar. You remind yourself, you manage your mind Around urges to take those actions and instead just say, Look, I have a plan, and you get to work on what is most important, what you prioritized ahead of time because you were in your highest version of yourself and you could make a plan. Here's a couple tips for you so that you're not feeling overwhelmed or you don't see yourself reverting to disorganization. Let's say, for example, you know, you clean your desk and then, you know, the next day it's a total mess. What I used to do and what I still do is I gave myself five, 10 minutes at the end of every single day. And I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to look at my desk, put everything away that needs to be put away, make it look neat for myself so that the next morning when I come in, everything is fine. I don't feel overwhelmed because I'm not thinking about all the stuff that's on my desk. That's a total mess. I just walk in and there it is. Or When you're cleaning your house, it's really easy to let things kind of, you know, take over, which I've noticed I've done with myself with the magazines. It's like, okay, once I clean up the magazines, it's like, if I get one, I get rid of one, right? I make a decision. It's like, it's gone. When I'm managing my mind around that, I just remind myself, okay, this is the habit I get into right? It's kind of like the habit of if I buy something new, like uh, like a t-shirt or a blouse or whatever it is, you get rid of something old so that you're not consist- like constantly stockpiling. Or I give myself five, 10 minutes before I go to bed to do things like fold the blanket on my couch, which I did not do today, but that is okay. You don't have to be perfect at this, which is my next message. It doesn't have to be perfect to improve your quality of life. Often we think there's something wrong with us. We tell ourselves, we beat ourselves up saying, oh, I just didn't do it. Forget it. No, you just start over. That's all you do is you just, you just start over. It's okay. It doesn't mean anything about you that you didn't clean your desk last night. All it means is that there's a habit you want to establish so that you feel good about your life. You feel good about your quality of life when you sit at your desk. Now, when I work with lawyers, we dive into every corner of their life from time management to building their business with ease and to how they handle different clients and more. And if you want to improve your overall quality of life exponentially with the help of a life coach who understands the lawyer brain, book a strategy session with me. You can book a call at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. I will help you take control of your practice practice, find fulfillment and create a life that you love every single day. And it doesn't have to be perfection. It just means showing up for yourself consistently time and again, and I will help you with that. All right, my friend, I hope you take what you learned here today and run with it. You will have so much fun. I know I did. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.